Hey there, welcome to episode 6 of Leadership Trademark Podcast. This is Stepping into Leadership Part 3. We are welcoming our guest, Patrash Patel, in this episode, and he's sharing his journey into stepping into leadership, as well as his approach to leadership, which is leading with love. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode uh, 6 of our Leadership Trademark Podcast. We are continuing with Stepping into Leadership, uh, which is really a series focusing on the transition to such an important role to being a leader. And so with us today, we have Padresh Patel. Padresh, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Sylvia. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, A little bit about Badresh. So Badresh is uh, 24 years of age and is an individual who has recently assumed the prestigious role of president of the Toastmasters Club in Queens, located in Kingston, Ontario. Uh, Such a great role. Alongside this commitment to Toastmasters, Badresh serves as a financial service representative at Easy Financial. Prior to this current position, Badresh uh, Gardner valuable experience as an IT service analyst at Zycom Technology for two and a half years. And throughout his career, Badresh has demonstrated exceptional dedication and passion to delivering exceptional leadership results. His leadership style is characterized as an unwavering belief in leading with love. He firmly believes that love, compassion, and understanding are vital ingredients for effective leadership. And so with this mindset, Badresh aims to inspire and empower individuals to reach their full potential, both within the Toastmaster Club and beyond. And how well does this fit with our episodes? Because that's what we focus on. We want to really inspire leadership and we want to think things forward. So, Badresh, welcome again. And I want to start with leading in with a question for you to tell us a story of how did you make this change in your life and what motivated you to make the change? First of all, thank you so much, Sylvia, Ross, Wesley, all to invite me here in this podcast. What you all do is incredible. I had a chance to look at uh, your previous episodes with John, Shira, and there were some amazing inputs about leadership methods. And I think so it is equivalent to having a course in management or leadership from big, big universities. And you're getting this for absolutely free on this podcast. So it's amazing. Thank you for inviting me here. Now, going back to your question, uh, what made me change the decision or what made me to come to a decision in leadership was choice. So I believe leadership is a choice. If you decide to help someone, I think so that's leadership, as simple as that. And at Toastmasters International, I've been there from last two years and it has given me so much into my life in terms of confidence, in terms of of helping others, in terms of me getting helped. So everything was there. And one day, 
uh, I got a call from a, a leadership committee saying, hey, Badrish, we don't have a precedent. We, we need a help. Uh, are you willing to help us? Are you willing to step in? And at that moment, all my knowledge and experience came together and it just clicked. It said, hey, Badrish, you have a choice in front of you. Are you going to make that? And I said, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that choice and become a president of this club. And uh, yeah, that's the choice I made. That's that's where I am currently. Uh, but I also want to take a little bit back. Uh, I know uh, Sylvia gave great introduction to me. Thank you so much. Uh, but I want to give you a human story of myself a little bit so audience can connect better. So I came to Canada about six years ago. And when I came to Canada, I reached the Toronto Pearson Airport. And I had a conversation with uh, this Canadian gentleman and I was asking for help saying, uh, can you please lend me a mobile phone so I can connect with uh, my friend here who is going to come and uh, see me. But I was unable to speak to him. I was fumbling, I was, uh, because I didn't know English language that much. And because English is my third language, I speak Gujarati, Hindi. So I was fumbling, I was having a problem, but in the six years, Canada has given me so much opportunity, so much love, uh, so much great mentors. So Ross is one of them that right now I'm here. I am uh, taking on this prestigious role of president. I'm able to speak properly. And who I am is because of the six years of experience. So I think so. Yeah, that sums up my human side of a story. Back to you, Sylvia. That's so inspiring, Badresh. And <laughs> I'm not sure if, if you knew this, but I came to Canada 21 years ago, and I didn't speak a word of, of English. And, um, and having gone through the experience of adapting to a new culture and adapting to a whole new um, country. Learning the language had been one of the most exciting and the most critical aspects of me adapting here. Being able to articulate, being able to speak, being able to, it, it, unless you can get it out and being able to tell that story, um, you, you're not going to get further in life, uh, much less than in any sort of professional aspect. And so I I spent years mentoring immigrants on how to integrate into the Canadian culture and language and the way you communicate. It's been one of the the most critical paths, I think, in it's a foundational stone really into becoming a leader so when we talk about leadership of course language is important but so is culture and so are many other things and um what's clear to me uh, particularly now is that many of the leaders that i'm involved with in one way or another medically and 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 da 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 um in fact are people where this country and english is a second language i think generally speaking they come with better education and a lot more passion 
to understand. So there's my little rant on it. And uh, so, Sylvia, shall I take it from here? Absolutely, Rods. Um, absolutely. All right. So, um, can you, Badrash, find three or four words that could describe uh, what your motivation was? Be beyond, uh, I'm going to do it through love and fairness and kindness. But but internally, what was the driver? What was the passion? It answers to the question why. Not the what, not the how, but the why. Your why. Take it away. It's a, it's a tough question to ask. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> what is the driving force? What is the why? Yeah, I think so. We have all heard a speech about Simon Sinek. A why is much so important in any organization, any leaders. If you don't have a why, you cannot go to how and what. For me, the why was always uh, when I was in India, and I couldn't. When I was I was doing uh, computer engineering my first year, I couldn't fit myself in in there. There's a lot of there in India, you know, there's a lot of population there. And if you're doing something incredible, there are 1 million more doing incredible things yeah. with you. So it's tough to find the opportunities you're looking for. Uh, so that was one part. The other part was uh, I love my parents, uh, and, but they also have the orthodox uh culture which kinds which does not give freedom to the kids to go and do whatever they want to do in the in in their life so there were some things we were just bothering me and 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 what i wanted to go out there express myself be free and that was one of the big motivator that was one of the really really big motivator to just go out there and express myself and that's how I filled my form to go out in Canada and pursue my uh, education in computer networking. And, and that's what I did. And that was one of my motivator. And, but the life is funny. Your motivation will keep changing. Mm. So after, after that, when, once I came here, one of my goals was achieved. Wow, I'm free. Now I can do whatever I want to. You, from teenager, you go to adult life and you have a totally different motivation. You want that car, you want their house, you want the wife. There's so different desires. But uh, after that, my why changed to how can I express myself, how I can serve to others. And that's where the leadership came as well. And uh, Toastmaster International helped me so much immensely into this. My why was how can I express and how I can serve others. But the problem was I didn't have, I had that language barrier. I had that cultural barrier. But when I went into Toastmaster, I, I understand the craft of giving the public speeches, how you introduce yourself, what is the, uh, uh, what is the details you're giving, how you're concluding 
the speech. You learned that, you learned other things. And so, yeah, so I think so that's my motivator. So, so currently helping others and, and leading. Okay, so, so what I'm hearing, Vidrash, is that you're driven from the inside out. Yes. So your, your path, your goals, your move-aheads are not about looking over there and saying, oh, I want that, how do I get it? But rather looking from the inside out and saying, well, that's interesting. And where does that go and how I can contribute? Am I understanding that? Yes, absolutely right. Yeah, because okay. if you're stuck at what and how, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my product. Or this is I'm selling. You're stuck at the outer layer. But if you're going from inside out, you're telling people what's your vision is and why you are doing this. And this basically gets you followers. People and, follow. And, in, and when yeah. you're doing that, um, and I know you a little bit, I always read you as completely authentic. Now, I cannot say no to anybody about anything when I know that they really want to want to. What is your experience of that? Sorry, can you repeat the question? Well, so in any kind of conversation or communication, people talk about this and this. Mm. Um, I listen for authenticity. And sometimes you can't hear it, but you can see it in the face. Sometimes you can't hear the words, but you hear it in the tone. And generally speaking, um, when people come towards me directly, it's because they want some input or some coaching or some advice or whatever. Um, and of course, in order for me to help them, because I want to do that too, that is my inside out goal, my purpose now more than ever, I've learned that I can't help anybody if they don't know what they want. So when they ask me that, my question to them is always, why? Why do you want that? Why do you want to talk to me? And it's quite interesting how that approach that you're talking about, Badrash, um, is an approach that is seldom taken by people, generally speaking, even friends, even within families. Uh, and without that, whatever's inside doesn't come out. Because it's not safe, right? Uh, or even because the question doesn't inspire us to go deeper. So when you approach your life that way, has there ever been a time or a story in your mind where it really clicked beyond Toastmasters? I mean, I hear the value of that and I hear the, the two-year journey. But my question is more specific. It's sort of like in a meeting or on the street or meeting a friend, suddenly there was a aha. 
about you and your pursuit of leading? Yes. So apart from Toastmaster, I also play cricket. <clears throat> and in cricket field, you have 11 players and you have one player. <clears throat> one second. So in a, <clears throat> in a cricket field, you have 11 players and you have one captain leading them. And in that field, I'm not a captain. We have other captains. And whenever, so there is one person which I love and adore is my captain is double by and the and there are other people as well but you know when double by is in charge you're safe you trust them because he's completely authentic to you mm -hmm. when he's giving a ball into your hand you know that he has trust in you that's why he's giving a ball in your hand and no matter what, if my knee is injured, if my hand is injured, I will give my 100%. Wow. But, but if Dalva is not in charge, if there's, he's absent that day, and if someone else is in charge, there is a bit of, there's a bit of negative, not negativity, but there's different energy in the field. You feel like, oh, well, suddenly it's not safe anymore. That's, wow. that's the power of a great leader. And that's what I've noticed, that once you have a great leader, in who is in charge, they makes you feel safe. They makes you feel you're trusted. See, uh, you trust them, and that's what the energy they create. And that's why it is important being authentic, as you said, Ross. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I have learned through my experience how being authentic. And also, again, this comes back to our circle of why inside out. When the Obi is in charge, he will, he will lead you from inside out. Uh -huh. So that's my two points on that. I, I love your response, Vidrasha. For a number of years, my focus was completely coaching people in their career steps. And for the most part, my clients were already successful in their career. They weren't young. They weren't old. They were frustrated. They did need some advice. And so they would tell me the story and I would size that up. And they'd say then, so I wanna work in this field, but they don't know anybody there. And I said, okay, well, how do I get in? I said, well, I don't know whether that field is for you or not for you, but my advice to you is to do it through relationship. But what about the job? I said, who cares about the job? Pick the leader. You're smart. You'll figure it out. This is not rocket science. These are processes and step actions. And, you know, maybe you don't know their system. Oh, well, who cares? Take you two days. You'll figure it out. So don't pick the job. Pick the leader. And, of course, it works. Every time. Yes, it does work. And it's, you know, there is that saying, right? You leave a, 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 you leave a leader, not a job, right? When you do. So it works the other way around. Yeah. And to your point, Badrash, you, um, you've talked about the journey that you, you have taken and the motivation, what motivates you and the why. How about looking at 
what prepared you? You are now in a leadership role. So what do you think prepared you to be in that leadership role that you are in right now? I believe what prepared me was mentors. And uh, these mentors wasn't uh, titled mentors. They were just untitled. So first day when I came to Canada, I had uh, my friend and also a person who came with him was uh, Viral. His name is Viral. And uh, he was about five, six years old than me. He's a dentist by profession. And uh, he started living with me. And I was very naive, uh, around 17, 18 years old at the time. I didn't know anything how Canada works, how life works. But uh, he, he told me uh, how to cook. He teach me how to behave. He teach me etiquette. Uh, he told me uh, in Canada, you say sorry, you say thank you. <laughs> so I have, <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> that's how Canada works. If you know this to 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 words, sorry, thank you. You will be amazing here. Uh, okay. So I I learned <laughs> I I learned that from him. Uh, then moving on to, uh, I worked in Tim Hortons. I had some great leaders there. Then I worked at a property management company. I had some great leaders there. I, I did networking. They introduced me to, to different people in the whole city. Then I went to Toastmasters. That I had there, I met great leaders and great mentors who told me, but just, this is how you do stuff. This is what you want to do. And because I had support and love from all these mentors, who were not titled, who were, they made a choice to help me. They were not entitled to do that. But because I had support from all these mentors, that's why I think so I'm, I was prepared to what lies ahead. That's a very cool description. What I liked the best about it is, um, in, in other words, you had conversations with people who, in fact, were quite like you. You say that your greatest value is to lead with love. Well, I think you follow with love, too, or you engage with that. And there is an old saying that says, you get what you give. So I'm very, uh, very pleased uh, that you are so good at articulating these things. In fact, I would go a step beyond good at it, that if English was your first language, your articulation of this stuff would be not so valuable because you've had to learn to think through, oh yeah, all right, I'm in Canada. Okay, this is where I say thank you. You know, I studied for, I know, eight or 10 summers in California to get a certification. The, just so you understand, there were like 120 people that came in from all over the world. It was great fun. Residential, three weeks, lots of money, learn time. Anyway, we would have a culture night. So each country would get up and put on a half an hour or 20 minutes of you know, if you live in the Netherlands, it's like this. If you live in Britain, it's like that. So, uh, so 
there was only a few people from Canada. So we got up to do it. Kevin came with me that year. So we got up and we said, well, in Canada, whatever anybody says to you about anything, the weather, the food, the directions, you know, the who, whatever, you always say, oh, I'm so sorry. And so it became hilarious because within the international group, people could then say, oh, so sorry. Oh, you must be a Canadian. But identifying people by their habitual responses is a really good way, I think, to see who we're dealing with. And when it is not, when English is not uh, the first language, the articulation is always much clearer. So you're as clear as a bell to me. And I've been watching you for about six months. So, <laughs> okay, back to you, Sylvia. Or yes, are we there? yes, yeah. I have uh, one one more question, Badresh. Um, you've talked about your journey. You've talked about what motivated you and what prepared you. I'm curious about where do you see yourself in the next five years? You know what what is that? Um, that that outlook that you have in terms of leadership or beyond? Uh, so in terms of leadership, so currently I'm at Toastmasters. What I want to do in next, not just five years, but next two years, three years, is I want to create more leaders. What I find is uh, currently all over globally uh, that we have... Uh, we don't have that much capacity for leaders. We don't have leaders around us who can lead us in the future. And I think so me and Ross were talking at some point and uh, Rose mentioned that how an industrial world works is that whoever is doing their best, yes, they're disciplined, they're obedient. They have made a corporate or managers make them a leader, but that doesn't mean they are created leadership because leadership doesn't require license, that doesn't mean that you will just give leadership to everyone. There are important characters and important skills you have to have to be a leader. And that's what I want to create more in the future. Because when I pass on baton to anyone else, I want that transition to be smooth. I want moving forward, I don't have to take on all the responsibility we have yeah. 20 more or 50 more leaders who can do the same. And because I have uh, learned the same thing, I have, I had mentors or giants who I set, sat on those shoulders and I was able to see the future and I want to do the same for the others. So I would say that's my uh, leadership goal in terms of personal life. Uh, I just want to make my wife happy, my parents happy. Uh, I want to, Play cricket. And I think play cricket. But in, and I think so in four or five years, I want my parents to move from India to here. I want to bring them here. So that's my personal goal. But yeah, this is my goal. And this is how I see myself in the uh, next five years. So leading with love, just like what you said, what yes. a strong purpose. And it comes through from all aspects in your life, your personal life, your professional life. It's uh, That's who you are. 
thank you so much for sharing, Badresh, and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it's been lovely to to get to know you more, and we appreciate uh, the time you have taken today. My pleasure, Shilvia. It was likewise experience. It was great to talk to you, Roz, Leslie. It's a wonderful time. And again, what you're doing is wonderful. It's a free education for all in a one podcast. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to episode six with Badresh Patel. What a great story to tell on leading with love. For our next episode, we will be welcoming Dr. Mary Grogan with a great theme on leadership, specifically on engagement. See you soon.